Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Breathe Easy, the podcast, a dope community of individuals who may not know what the future holds, but are stoked on the possibilities and just trying to breathe easy along the way. Another week, another episode, and still no guest. If you're tired of hearing just my voice, first off, don't be a hater your whole life. But secondly, do not fret because I promise the guests are coming back next episode, actually. But until then, it's just you, me, and the mic. For this episode, I had this idea of talking about building yourself and how to be and become the best version of yourself. But life has this way of throwing us curveballs and... Honestly, yesterday was one of those curveballs. And so instead of talking about becoming yourself, we'll be talking about grief. Now, before getting into today's episode, I first want to say thank you guys so much. When I created this podcast, I had two goals. The first was to impact at least one person's life. And the second was to get at least a thousand downloads by the end of the year. And I've reached both of those. I do want to impact people's lives through every episode and not just a single one. But a couple weeks ago, um, whenever I posted the Roe versus Wade episode, I got the sweetest comment um, by Kavita Kakar. Now, if I'm saying your name incorrectly, please shoot me a DM and let me know because names are so important. And that is the last thing that I want to mess up. But her comment says, I listen to tons of podcasts and this is hands down my favorite. It literally gets better with each episode. And I read that not to boast or brag, (laughs) but to encourage and inspire someone that if you have an idea, just do it. Don't wait until... You're ready because the thing is, you'll never actually be ready. And I firmly believe that we are all placed on this earth to impact in one way. There is one secret to unlocking a better world and we all have one. And when we have ideas and we act on them, it's us sharing that little secret with the rest of the world and so therefore to me a wasted idea a wasted dream is more than you is more than just an idea it's a little hint to a better world that was never shared which is really deep um (laughs) and (laughs) that sounds really really sad kind of But um, basically what I was trying to say, but probably completely missed the mark, was that don't sit on your dreams. Don't sit on your ideas because maybe they're the next best thing. And if they're not, then it just might be something that inspires and empowers someone to act on their dream. And that could be the next best thing. And then it becomes this ripple effect. But if we just sit on our ideas, then we don't even get a chance at having a ripple effect. 
So to Kavita, thank you so much. You don't even know how much that comment meant to me. And um, also, I heard that congratulations were in order. I saw that you recently got engaged. Um, And so if you know her or if you feel like doing a little bit of stalking through my followers, (laughs) tell her congratulations. I wish you nothing but the best. And the second goal that I had was to get at least a thousand downloads. And funny enough, that exact same episode, I hit and surpassed that number, which might be small to some people, but for me, it was pretty big. And again, I say that to empower and inspire somebody to think big, because the truth is that a thousand downloads is a pretty small goal. And I hit it so much sooner than I ever thought I would. So to that, I want to say, allow yourself to think big. Set goals that you think you'll never, ever reach. Believe in yourself and watch the universe and God work in such a way to bring those goals to you. So again, I just say thank you guys so much because without you guys, um, I probably would have stopped making episodes by now. <laughs> and so... That means that there is no Breathe Easy, the podcast. And in the spirit of talking about goals, the truth is that for me, this podcast is so much more than just a podcast. It's me trying to play my active role in making this world a better place. Because through this podcast, my goal is to build a community and and hopefully In the very near future, I'll be releasing merch that helps me and you guys identify that community. And then sometime after that, I hope to host retreats to give a chance for the community to get together and grow together. And then at some point after that, I want this community to have a building. And at that point, I'm not sure if I want it to be a nonprofit or if I want it to be a holistic gym, but I want it to be some kind of building where this community can physically go to to work on becoming the best version of themselves. That's something that I don't think I've ever shared before, but that's where I think we're headed. So again, to all of you who are here from the beginning, thank you so much. Your support means so much more than you'll ever know. But to stop being all sappy and get into today's episode, let's just get into it. So, unfortunately, grief and death is something that I know all too well and experienced at a very young age. When I was two, my granddaddy Diva passed away. And I know you might be thinking, oh my goodness, you were two. There's no way you can remember that. But as some like to call it, I was an indigo child. Now, if you don't know what an indigo child is, you'll have to do a little bit of your own research. But simply put, an indigo child is a person who has come into this world destined to create change and spiritually awaken humanity. We're gifted souls, and a lot of times we find it hard to fit into mainstream society. 
and are widely misunderstood. We're thought to possess strong intuition and varying spiritual gifts, such as the ability to communicate with spirit guides. G-I-U-D-S, guides, is what I just said, by the way, not guides. (laughs) Words are hard right now, and um, I really can't talk in general, and so sometimes things that I say sound like other things that I say. But I say all this to say that even though he passed when I was two, my memories of him actually stopped when I was about five. Because for the next two or three years, um, I still saw him and we still had a relationship. I would literally play with him, talk to him, and relay messages from him to my mom. Now, while it would be really cool and probably kind of weird to say that that's something that I still can do, Um, I can't. And I really had a hard time processing why that even happened and how I was able to have a gift like that. And I think that, as I always say, God and the universe have this way of always working in your favor. I think that at the time, my mom wasn't ready to fully process the idea of losing someone that was so near and dear to her heart. And so God allowed him to still be a part of our lives through me until my mom was able to reach closure. And I think that that took a few years. And until she was able to reach complete closure, I was still able to have and form a relationship with him, even if it was in spirit. After that, my track coach passed away when I was in fifth grade. And I was angry, to say the least. Um, I remember it being one of the happiest funerals I've ever been to. We weren't allowed to wear black. We had to wear pink and purple because those were her favorite colors. And I remember being told not to cry, but to smile because this was a celebration of life, not a funeral. And I remember being so confused until we got to the burial site and Coach Ferguson was placed in the grave. And at that moment, I remember so many emotions taking over me because it felt like God had just taken away one of my favorite people in this world. And I want to say that anger carried on for about two years. When I got to either junior high or high school, grandma passed away on my dad's side. And that death was particularly hard because... I saw her the weekend before, and she was supposed to come back and visit me that next weekend. And so I remember leaving and not even saying bye because I was going to see her in just a few more days. But I never got to see her again because sometime during that next week, she passed away. And how she passed away was in her sleep. She had sleep apnea, and I remember correctly, in my somewhat healthcare background, serves me well. Sleep apnea is when you stop breathing in your sleep. And so a lot of people with sleep apnea have oxygen masks or oxygen tanks. And the details are a little foggy, but I want to say she was asleep and she had an episode and she couldn't get to her oxygen and she passed away. 
Sometime after that, I lost my first classmate and my granddad on my dad's side. And then again in undergrad, I lost another classmate that I was a lot closer to. More recently, as of yesterday actually, I lost arguably my favorite uncle on my mom's side at least. And that was, and that is, my Uncle Robert. Now, I've experienced so much death, right? I skipped over a few, um, but the thing about death is that even though you experience it so many times, it has this weird way of never getting easier. Each time hurts a little bit different, sometimes worse, and sometimes not as worse, but still different. Now, historically, I've dealt with deaths so poorly. And because it's something that I know oh too well, and I realize that I deal with oh so poorly, it's become this thing that I help people get through. And so whenever people that I'm close to have loved ones that pass away, I always reach out to them. Because even though every death is so different and no one can ever truly say that they know how they feel they know how you feel they do know something and they got through it and sometimes they can offer keys to help you get through it now i'm making this episode one in hopes that maybe somebody that needs to hear it hears it but also because i'm trying to make an effort to listen to my own advice for once. And so shortly after I play this episode, I'm going to listen to it just as I listen to all the rest and maybe I'll say a piece of advice that I need to follow myself. I know we're not supposed to have favorites in the family, but the truth is Uncle Robert on my mom's side. And so in this situation, I think it's okay. Uncle Robert was truly a legend. If you have ever been to Troy before, I'm sure you know of Crow's Chicken, and I'm proud to say my great uncle was the owner. Until recently, he sold it a few years ago, if I remember correctly, but he was the owner. There are some people that come into our lives and just make things better, and Uncle Robert was one of those people. He was one of the funniest people. He loved Alabama, he loved the casino, and he loved his sisters and brothers. But even more, in my opinion, he loved his nieces and nephews and great nieces and nephews. Almost as much as he loved his children. He held you to a high standard, but not one of those standards that you felt like you would never meet. One that was very much attainable, but you just had to be your best self to get there. To me, he was rich. He would do this thing where you would come over, he would talk to you. Now, because of COVID, he wouldn't let you enter that house. Once the pandemic hit, you were not going into his house. But he would open the door, and he would come outside, and he would talk. And he would first act like he didn't know you. And then he would get so frustrated because you were his niece or nephew and he should know you. And then he would laugh and say, I'm just kidding. I know who you are. And at the end of the conversation, he'd always say, now, I don't have any money. And when you make it big, I'm going to need you to give me this money back. But here's a couple dollars. And you guys, it was literally never just a couple dollars. 
Now, I miss and will continue to miss Uncle Robert. And my heart breaks for Sue and Jackie and Courtney and Kaylee, who didn't just lose the best uncle in the world, but the best father in the world. Now, when you tell people you experienced a death, you'll hear an array of things, one of which is that it'll take time. You'll get over it. And the truth is that that could be the farthest thing from the truth. Death fundamentally changes who you are. Each time you experience death, a piece of you leaves that you will never get back. You don't get through deaths. You go through them. And because life doesn't happen in a vacuum, you go through life as well. You'll be happy and then you'll be sad and you'll have the best day and the worst day simultaneously within a couple of minutes. You'll think that you're at a place of peace and then the tears are rolling again. You don't get through it you go through it. Grief is more than just an emotion. It's an entire experience. For some people, it takes a short time, and for others, it takes a long time. It's not just a moment in time. It's chronic, and and even though it can't actually kill you, it can suffocate you to the point that it feels like it. The truth is that Uncle Robert, just like every, the truth is, that Uncle Robert, just like Granddaddy Deba and Coach Ferguson and Little Man and Grandma Irene and Granddaddy Miller and Taquavius, so many more that I didn't mention, and even those that maybe you have lost. While they may not physically be with us, they still live on. They will always be with us, not in the way that they were, and not in this weird ghostly way, but these people are indelible. Not being able to be forgotten or removed, making marks and stamps on our lives that last a lifetime. All of those that we love and we lose will always be with us in the way that we work, in the way that we love, in the energy we give off, in the way that we move. And so when people say, after a death, not to get wrapped up in all the negative emotions that come to surface. What they really are trying to say is instead, give yourself a chance to allow the sweet memories that you do hold with that person to comfort you. If I'm being completely honest, yesterday was an awful day. It was the day that I found out that my uncle Robert had passed. I got the news the beginning of a shift that I was working and if you know me you know that I don't like to cry in front of people but I also am really bad at holding in strong emotions and so as I was serving drinks as a bartender at the football game I was actively trying to hold back tears that refused to be held back and even in that awful moment God worked in a crazy way After the rush settled down, I watched 
two women pray over me and then proceeded to come up to me and tell me that they weren't sure what exactly had just happened, but that they were praying for me for peace and understanding and a better day. At the end of that night, I emotionally dumped on one of my friends and I told them about, honestly, the bad day that I had. And that friend responded with words that I really needed to hear. And so I'm going to read those to you. First off, I want to say sorry for your loss. I know things are difficult. Now let's think about the positive. You were blessed to have him as a part of your life. Also, take as much time as you need and it's okay to not be okay. You don't have to be strong for anyone. And when you get a break from school, take some time to de-stress. The next few weeks for me consist of three weeks of midterms and practicals because it's just that time of year. And unfortunately, life doesn't happen in a vacuum just because you're in school or at work or any of the things. And before I get too emotional, I want to leave you with this. As humans, we were created to experience both sides of the emotional spectrum, the highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows. And if you're a grieving person, you know that that is definitely true. I read this post um, a few years ago and it mentioned where there are things like love and appreciation and fond memories, there will also be sadness and yearning and pain. And although these experiences seem polar opposites of each other, we can experience them all at the same time. When dealing with the death of a loved one and grieving, some people may push you to stop feeling the pain, but the pain will always exist. There will never be a day where you don't wish you had one more moment. But let me also say that experiencing pain doesn't negate the potential for healing. There will be many ups and downs, but at some point you'll reach a day where hopefully the good days at least equal the bad days. And maybe the good days will surpass the bad days. And then you'll realize that the grieving days are far and wide in between, but there will always be a memory or a scent or an activity or something, all of those emotions, because grief is always there. And as I'm saying this, I know it sounds like the end of the world, but I also want to remind you that grief is an expression of love. It becomes a part of how we love someone, even though they are not physically with us anymore. It helps connect us with memories that will last a lifetime. It helps us connect with humanity, and it helps us provide perspective on our ability to find strength and courage in hard times. Where there is much grief, there was much love, and perhaps the greatest way we can honor the lives of those who touched our lives and then God saw fit to call them home is to continue living in such a way that they did. Uncle Robert, I will miss you more than you will ever know, but I will allow the sweet memories of you comfort me during this time. 
I will make sure that Mama is good and Kaylee is good. And I will try to live in such a way to make you proud. There's this quote where they say that legends never die, but that's not true because you were a legend. And if that quote was true, then you would still be here today. Through the years, I found that it's not necessarily that legends never die. It's that even after they pass, who they are lives on forever through the lives of those whose lives they touched while they were on this earth. Knowing that the world will continue to be a better place because of the love that you shared with me and so many others will forever bring me peace. To the best uncle in the world, the owner of Crow's Chicken, the best spot in Troy. Today was a really sad episode and I'm going back and forth about it releasing it of course but if you're hearing it it means I decided to and I hope that if I decide to whoever it is that needs to hear whatever it was that I said in this episode hears it even if that person was just me my only request is that if you are a praying person to send up a quick prayer for me and my family during this time and send up a special prayer for Kaylee, who's only in high school and just lost her best friend and her daddy. As always, until next time, stay rare, stay you, breathe easy, be easy.